That shows your tips. Daggy and Beaver are back with you to get stuck into two decent-looking midweek cards here, Beaver. Uh, how was the weekend, first of all? And how are you, more importantly? Oh, I am well. Thanks for asking, Adrian. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Can't complain. Another warm day in Sydney town. So, Another here. warm day. Uh, takes a bit of getting used to, but uh, yeah, a bit of a change. But see how long it lasts before a bit of a cold snap, before getting hot again. But uh, good uh, good racing on the weekend. Um, some of the major players stepped up and showed what quality uh, animals they are and uh, a couple of surprise uh, results as well. Yeah, no, I can't complain. Well, it, was, it was actually wasn't too bad pickings down at, at Flemington because they had a result on Archo Nacho and uh, even She's All Shenanigans are backed up on, so that was good. But um, I'm forgive, yep. very forgiving of anything probably further than, what, three or four off the fence at Randwick, your fangirls of the world. I'm, yep going to be pretty forgiving it's hard to make ground out there so yeah they got back a bit too far out of their ground and um yeah they, if you if you go back and look at the runs a lot of them did make up some pretty nice ground considering yeah absolutely uh anything to follow oh mate the horse to follow was definitely antino for me um that was uh that was a horror watch um it's it's full of quality um, loved Amelia's jewel. Uh, didn't get out of second gear. Brightside confirmed its class. Um, so I thought uh, that that was all pretty good. Um, I think uh, just fine. I thought it was a in Sydney uh, was a quality horse, and I think it's uh, got the the med shop at its mercy. Um, and to go on to qualify for the cup, uh, what else was there in Sydney? Um, yeah, uh, in secret, hard to get a line on that. Probably got a little bit out of its ground, so probably forgiving of something like that. Think it over, showed that um, it's still a good horse and and warmed down and uh, private eye bounced back, which was interesting. Um, I thought I thought probably another good run was Gaza Blanca in the last. Yeah, against uh, the bias. I just thought, against the bias, I just thought, yeah, I just don't understand the jockey not getting going a slightly a bit earlier there because one more bound at Windsor race and uh, you just see it too, too often with some of these jockeys that uh, just sit a bit tight a little bit earlier. Um, I think if it gets there sooner, it, it holds off the rest as well. Yeah, we get to see that form later in this world. Very frustrating. Oh, absolutely. But yes. um, we, yeah, I think you've covered off pretty well there. Yeah, nothing else. Uh, I don't know who I, want, I don't know if I'd want in secret in the Everest right now. I suppose you can forgive it. Might no. want a wet track. Might be better off going back to Philly's grade and beating up some girls because, yeah, I think there's um better chances gig now gig kick lobs in Sydney and even Buenos Noches was very good. Yeah, the other garbage rider I have to say was Benedetta. Um, yeah, that was just that was again a pretty poor um, calculation from the jockey there. Yeah, just got into a weird. It was just a, a weird race that race, uh, and yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and ironically, I chopped out on uh, King of Sparta, and uh, I understand the protest not being upheld, but it probably cost it the race, the horse shifting out. Uh, I think it probably gets the F clear air, but it's a different story. We move on. We've got the Golden Rose to look at this week and Caulfield Guineas lead-ups, but we've got Warwick Farm to talk about here. And as I said, it's hot in Sydney town where the rail is going to be true. Uh, it's going to be a good track, fast track, so you probably don't want to be too far from the speed, but we'll watch it play out, and we're going to open up with a benchmark 78 for the girls over a mile. How are you going to kick us off here? Yeah, I'm going to go for the, the Waterhouse Box Soul Choice. Um, 
raced in good company when last time in work uh, in group one races uh, over further than this, but I think the trials were pretty good. Uh, interestingly, starting off at the mile 1600, I think it can go pretty close in this, which is a very winnable race. Yep, first leader, first first out, first home, I think happens here. Uh, did get out to those longer distances last prep, but it um, will be forward. And the fact that King of the Mile suggests that it's up and ready to go and it is gay, so... It's on top from Blackcomb, who will get the camp ride on its back for the new stable. It was a nice enough win for a new stable, but it's a horse we know we know well enough. It's, yeah, I don't think it's going to suddenly grow another leg all of a sudden into its four-year-old year. The second is a 1,200-metre benchmark, 68, and a good race here, uh, full of some of these three-year-olds. And I was going to stick with uh, the blue colours we, we had success with on debut, Mural, Mural Crown. It's, they've put up 10 bucks. Uh, that was a nice win against a decent horse uh, at Canterbury. I think Warwick Farm's going to suit better. I know luck in running will play a party from gate 13 and we'd want to see him making ground. But I'm going to have another crack each way uh, from the other. Well, uh, I've got almost a Godolphin 1, 2, 3 here. Uh, Balkan's the main danger and favourite and Fortress Australia broke through well last time and is a big price here. Who have you found? Found the same horse, funnily enough. I thought Mural Crown was a really good chance in this. I mean, about 10 of these runners are coming off a last start win um, all through different um, type of form lines. So really hard to get a guide here um, as to how the different form lines line up. But I thought at the price, um, it could run extremely well, yet quite draw. It does come in one already with a scratching, so might need a little bit of luck, but hopefully can finish off down the middle. And the thing is, Nash isn't one that's going to just drag back to Touchwood, drag back to last either. I think he'll try and find a running line spot there. So give it strength, eh? The third is a 1,200-metre maiden. Who do you like here for the uh, three-year-old girls? Yeah, this was a this was another tricky little race, but I've again settled on um, Aditi from the Waterhouse Box Stable resuming here. Again, raced in group company and had been specced um, in some of those races. Um almost started favourite in the last race that was in in the Group 3 company and wasn't disgraced only two lengths off them. I think it gets, it'll gets it come across here and try and lead and hold on, and the trial was pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, so I've got, it, I've got it on top. I think it'll be hard to beat a few here that are coming for their first race start, so one time or two. I love the trials of Driftnet. Uh, was it really let off the bridle? Played through the line quite well. I was surprised it came at favourite. I thought it might be one we'd find at a bit of a price, but... Uh, I've got it on top, but I'm terrified of this Waterhouse run. As you said, trialled up well enough, was sent down to the early Flemington stuff where it ran well uh, and uh, started favourite in the Blue Diamond Preludes so, and gets Joe Marrero, who just appears out of nowhere. Uh, obvious danger, and if we are on pace, uh, could start very short, I'd suggest. The fourth is a mile benchmark, 72. I went up and down here, and I've come back to... I've got an issue with Jet Stanley on, on board after last week, but I've got Eastern Goal on top. I thought its last two runs have been pretty good. Uh, it beat Hollywood Hero. We've seen that perform in town and then wasn't given a great chance out in the bush, but ran okay there. Uh, at the each way price, I'm going to spec it. Um, went looking for Sailor. It's a horse we had some success with a few preps back, but I don't quite know where it's at at the moment. And I didn't quite know what to do with this international horse. Have you got any better clarity? Mate, I went up and down this and just went, these are average horses. And the only one we haven't seen is this overseas horse that has won um, overseas by eight lengths when starting favourite. Uh, 
so it comes here uh, when it's being fancied in some of the overseas races, not asked to do much in first trial and second trial showed uh, even further improvement, um, 1600. Uh, I just think it's clear on top. Fair enough. Yeah. No, and uh, I wouldn't argue with you. We've got the stayers up next at <laughs> 2,110 metres of benchmark 72. And I've got, uh, I've got little mix on top, uh, as has the market. Does need a win, but I think the things are starting to come back into shape for the Nisham stable. So hopefully we can start backing it again. This looks at race. If it doesn't win this back from Saturday, I'm not sure where it goes. From Shadow Park, who gets the inside gate, that will need luck, but he's going really well. Back to midweek suits as well, and it's a big price for mine. Uh, keen to bet around those two because the Milky Bar kid's chewing up 20% of the market again, so, and I can't possibly have that. So it's a little bit of uh, padding for us there. Yeah, I think that's a fair call, mate. I just don't like the race at all. Anything can win these. These are a pack of plotters. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I truly just don't know. They, they like to run some – most of these like to run a few places, so they're going to have to step out their ground. Maybe casual connection if I had to have a pick, but yeah, you won't catch me in here. The six is the eleven hundred meter benchmark seventy two. You got something for us here? This is um, a really tricky race here. Um, I think there's there's a fair few chances. I've looked um, around and gone for a little bit of value here and settled on number eight Afterlight uh, from the Wallace Stable. Uh, resumes here after a nice win um, when last in work. Um, won a trial very nicely about four lengths. I thought that was a really nice trial. Um, when last in work at one, it's made in uh, fairly comfortably behind Auburn. It's showed some form in town. Um, I got it on top and thought uh, the 650, 210 was not a bad price. Good. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I've I've gone with the stablemate, Demiana. I thought that last trial, I trialed like a rocket. Um, last trial here, coming back for this. Had needed a bit of luck a few times last time in and didn't get it. That said, it does need, it's now gone luckless for five or six runs. So Nash on board might be kitchen sink job here. I'm going to be with it. Uh, that's about the only horse I really had much interest in, to be honest. It had to be Zoo for the new stables. Interesting. Uh, oh, no, it was with that stable. Who am I thinking of? The other one in that colours. Um, we'll be on pace with Josh Parr, so I'll have that as a danger for now. And we're going to finish up with a 1,300-metre benchmark 78. We talked about Gaza Blanca at the start of the show. Well, the horse that crossed the line with it uh, two weeks back is now $3.60 on a Wednesday in what, to me, looks like an average race. So I'm going to be backing it. Uh, in fact, I already have. So Pareel's on top. Uh, like what it's done, some very, very good runs against the, the pattern down at the valley. As I said, just missed behind Gaza Blanca. That form stood up. Uh, and beat the favourite home last time out. He's going to be stuck back to the inside. A um, little bit confused by the market, if I'm being honest, but not going to complain. Just stick with it. Uh, I did like Salt Coat's trials. It was an okay debut. And Silvanito is flying, uh, potentially. Peril might even come out and go to Saturday, to be honest. But uh, they're the three for me and fairly confident. Yeah, I agree with you. I got the gut feel the ladder might occur and Peril may not start here and go to Saturday. Not quite sure why it would be in this midweek race. Um, so, uh, yeah, if it starts, I think that's a great price and a, and a great bet. I uh, don't think it will. Um, if it comes out, I think Salt Coats is almost a special um, and it'll start close to even money if Peril is scratched. So um, that's my 
That's my assessment. Fair call too. What have we got for your best invade for progeracing.com.au? And you've muted yourself, B. My value bet comes up in race six, number eight, Afterlife. I think it's going to be super, super hard to beat. And my best bet comes up in race four, number five, Mr. Buster. Uh, I'm going to blow up this afternoon. Uh, race seven, number six, Peril. If it's here, it's my best of the day. And my value race two, number three, Mural Crown. Around a $10 mark looks pretty good to me. Uh, as we head down to the hillside track at Sandown, a bit of drizzle through the afternoon, but we're getting a good track. The rail's back to the true after being out uh, out in the middle there last time out. So, you know, back to normal business here. With, we're kicking off with a maiden over 1,300 metres. And how are we going to start the day down south? Yeah, pretty tricky race to start the day. I'm going for number five, procurable. Uh, from the Moody Coleman stable. Only had the one start, started favourite, ran second. Um, then sent for a spell. I think it can resume here and give this a good shake. Beautiful. I I have it as the danger, but I'm going to put the favourite on top again. Uh, Floozy probably should have won on debut. Gets Blake Shin, gets a swooper's gate, and I think the uh, bit of race experience now suits here. So, yeah, what is that? 13 from... Five for me. The second is a 1500 meter maiden. Uh, I uh, don't know. I don't like this race. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, bit of bit of a mixed bag. I thought the same as you. Um, hence, I've gone for the um, unraced Solcita uh, here. Only had the one trial and uh, won fairly comfortably there. Uh, gets the right draw, and uh, based on the form I've seen, it can run a good race. Beauty. The third is a thousand meter benchmark sixty four. We've already lost one, but hedged is a proper horse. Uh, a bit shocked you're getting better than even money. This is uh, easily better than sixty eight grade. Uh, it should win. Uh, I have said that before, but I think the improved track suits uh, and it gets back on track here. American Zombie was a horse you found on debut actually from memory, and is the main danger if I'm picking one. Tend to agree with you. Uh, but bit surprised just like you at the price and uh, thought it was pretty much all in here. Lovely. We've got a mile net benchmark 64 and again, five to four poison chalice. Is that where you're going? hundred uh, percent. got the trainer I like. It's had two really nice wins. Third up here, like horses third up when they're going well. Um, and everything points to this horse to continue to improve. So from the gate, I think it, Stacks up here to get a nice run um, and definitely on top as the hardest to beat. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, on top, that was, a, that was a very impressive run when it found the gap last time out. Uh, really smashed the line. I like it. I think it's going on to better stuff than 64 grade. Uh, and it's on top. I don't really want to talk about many of these. Uh, Cosgay has the upside. will be on pace. Main danger. The fifth is a 1,300-meter benchmark, 64 uh, and yeah, I'm starting to feel a bit dirty, but I'm tipping another favourite here in Baldino. Uh, as long as they're running on, I think it is the best horse. Uh, has been close up to a couple of horses with city form. Right run, acclaim for Gowdry, and this should be its race. Beaver? Yeah, um, I don't disagree with you, but uh, finds it hard to win. And those types of horses concern me when you've got to take six to four. I'm going for Truffle Finder. Um, 
two two runs when first um, in prep and latest was long odds on and one convincingly. Uh, I expected it to be forward enough. Wasn't asked to do a lot in the trial, but uh, that's okay. Uh, just a blowout, and I think it can run really well. Beauty. The six is a thirteen hundred meter benchmark seventy for the fillies and mares. Uh, who have you found in this one? Yeah, good race, um, open race um, at least. I'm I've settled on discerning. Um, I think now it gets it's sort of had a bit of a let up, but both the last couple of runs have been pretty good. Particularly the last one was only a couple of lengths behind Extreme Step, who's uh, a fairly decent horse. Um, and previous runs were pretty good prior to that. I think it can really run well. Gate five's perfect and uh, might be the one to beat when the whips are cracking. I'm going to go with this Wallow runner here, Amadi. Uh, ended up in the Oaks at the back end of last preparation. Uh, where it ran okay, but uh, the trials since have been good. Uh, I like this as a kickoff point for it. You get an each way price. Uh, and that's why I'm going to play from uh, Glitzing, who has put together a pretty good prep, uh, has run really well every time in. Uh, and then I, I do see, think that discerning and aiming are live chances. This is a good race, actually. But i uh, going to play around the, the value with Amadi. The seventh is a benchmark 64 over the 1,000 metres. Uh and my go-to connections here, Bussard and Young and Shin are on top. Eddie N, I liked that, albeit on a track-suiting front runners. Uh, it was a nice resumption now. I think Blake Shin goes straight to the front here. And I think there's quite a few either resuming or making up the numbers, to be brutally honest. So uh, around the $3.74 mark, it's on top from uh, Unlimited Magic, who does have ability and is the main danger, and uh, Ledecky's Dream, who may be over the odds, Beaver. Yeah, no, I think this is a really open race here with um, some potentially progressive horses that um, will continue to improve. I'm going for number 12, Cavallo Rampati Ramp uh, from the Ma Eustace stable. And three runs in this time have all been um, full of merit. Um, I think it can run really well. like the way it finished off last start, got back in the field, ran on nicely. Um, as it's done in a couple of starts prior. So natural improvement there from the right stable and can run well. Beauty. And well, let's finish up with a benchmark 70 over the 1800 metres. Who have you got on top? Yeah, another right open race, similar to the, the race before. Um, I narrowed it down to two. I've just gone for Aravine um, as my on topper here. Uh, thought its first up run was uh, full of merit. Uh, was long odds on after a nice trial victory. Comes from Sydney, where it's ran some really nice races um, in group and listed company. Um, so sometimes I find that that form stacks up. So I've got it on top, but certainly main danger of Rick's Cafe. Uh, that was a really nice win last start. Hit the line solidly. Um, you know, lesser race than potentially some of these, but uh, again, gets the right draw here. I'm sticking with Rick. I've you know, we're keen on it last time in. It did the job, and that was off a nice Saturday resumption. I think this is a Saturday horse. Uh, maybe not spring Saturday, but not far off. Uh, and I think it'll win again. I, I'm sticking with it. From Aravine, you've made a nice case. I sort of wanted to find Taram and Saw better, but it's hard when they win at, you know, whatever price it was, 50s, and then you got to go find it again. But uh, I think we can finish with a winner there between with Rick's Cafe. For progroupracing.com.au, I'm going to make 
race three, number one, hedged my best at Sandown. And my value, race six, number one, Amati. Who do you like? I've gone race three, number one, hedged my best. And my value is race seven, number 12, Cavallo Rampati. Beauty. What have we got at Doombin? Anything up there? Mate, I didn't have a lot at Doombin. I thought race one, number 10, could run a really nice race. And then later in the day, uh, just trying to find it now. Um, and I've lost it. I think it was race six. Now forget it. I can't find it now. Okay. Move on. That's the insight we get from the beaver. Uh, who has been flying at Queensland in fantasy? He'll have something for us on the weekend. Uh, it was terrible. We midweek, Denver on Wednesday is terrible. Did you um? Did you have something hard to say? Uh, that's what it was. Race four, number one. Race four, number one. Brasco was my other one. Excellent. That's where I'll be off to very soon, Beaver. So I'm going to get out of here to get back to, <laughs> to get back to work. And um, did you? Yes. Yeah. Uh, if only people knew. All right, um, we'll be back Thursday night to preview Golden Rose Day. Looking forward to that. A ripper card from Rose Hill and the Caulfield Carnival continues uh, for those fans of alliteration. Thank you, Beaver. Good punting tomorrow, punters, and we will talk soon. See you guys. Thanks, Matt.